We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Rotowire DFS show. I'm Adam Zdrug, joined by Ryan Balaji to talk Tuesday's Champions League slate at DraftKings. we got a six-game slate. First classic, first of all, first six-game Champions League slate of the season, of course. We also have the early two-gamer that is usually fun to play, but uh, the contests are smaller, and uh, at the end of the day, uh, I don't want to cover it. So there you go. But Ryan, you've, uh, you're writing the article right now. How excited are you for this slate on a scale of 1 to 10 as we look at the the odds report here with Manchester City at 92% chance to win? Oh, man, yeah. Unfortunately, I got to say 1 for that in terms of (laughs) level of excitement. Um, It would have been okay, but uh, DraftKings just completely dropped the ball with the salaries. Um, Yeah, City 92% home favorites. Um, against Crevetta Vesda. Uh, the, the, uh, the English term is red star, red star Belgrade. So we'll just go with that. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> out of Serbia. Yeah. Um, I mean, just look at the numbers. You never see, you, you, you rarely see a total that high, almost three. Um, and yeah, the pricing is ridiculous. Halland is up to 11, eight. Um, even he's a little cheap, but his goal scoring odds are minus 500. I mean, that's just outrageous favorite to score a brace. Um, and then everyone else on city is way too cheap. So it's not a very fun slate from that perspective. And it's not even really that fun of a slate to talk about because like Alvarez and Foden are $2,000 underpriced, at least. Um, the defenders are all too cheap. I think every one of them. So you just, you don't really have too many actual decisions from, from an optimal standpoint or from a cash game perspective. Like going away from that is, it's just like too thin. And then Barcelona's there too, I guess we should mention in a very soft matchup. Um, at home against Antwerp. So I guess, you know, some people might have a decision, you know, do you play Halland and Lewandowski together? Because, you know, it's a pretty good spot for him too. Minus 275 goal scoring odds, clear hat trick upside 
there and you can afford it. You can afford it uh, because there's cheap, there's cheap value at defender and at one of the midfield spots. Um, but if you do that, you have to leave out one of those city guys. So maybe that's a decision for some people. I don't know. For me, it's a pretty clear uh, stack city slate for for cash games, and then we can talk about some things for tournaments. It's in some. It'll make it interesting for tournaments. Yeah, you you mentioned the prices. The problem here is for cash games. Okay, you know, cash games are one thing. We always have a lot of Premier League slates where it's like, okay, you just jam one of these big favorites in, and then fill out the rest and that's that's kind of where we're at with these with these cheap manchester city pieces uh we'll get in a little bit about lineups and, and such as well but for tournaments the other problem is that it's such a good matchup that okay i mean manchester city like if you fade them and like they score six goals kind of thing like uh, like you're gonna lose and like the it's just gonna be okay the man city stacks are, are going to win they're they're going to win six nil or something like that I, I even i mean i looked at red star belgrade's recent results and like they aren't even playing well in their own league so like what what do we even expect in here they lost 2-1 at some team called kukariki and they lost 3-2 at some team called vajdavak so now they're going to manchester city you know, okay, I mean, it's not one-to-one. Maybe they're putting everything in a Champions League here, but it, it is just annoying where we just have these Foden and Alvarez just at 8K because if, as you said, probably 2K underpriced, if not more. But if they're at 10K, you know, that forces you to make some some decisions with your lineup. But both at 8K, like, you can fit them in pretty easily uh, with really anyone else. So, if we had more expensive guys and, and then maybe at the end of the day, there's a couple guys that get braces. There's a couple, there's someone gets a hat trick, something you got to decide between those guys, but r- because of the cheap man city pieces, it's like, well, we don't have to make that many decisions. And if they score five, six, seven goals, then, uh, then they're going to win tournaments too. So I guess the hope is that, okay, maybe they do win. They do win by a bunch and it's just like, okay, Holland gets one goal subbed off at halftime you know, the other guys get one goal or an assist or something. They get subbed off in the 60th minute, and it's like, okay. Uh, some younger guys come in. Oscar Bob comes in from the bench, something, something crazy like that. But as we get into lineups here, I guess we'll have to talk. So this Manchester City, I guess we'll stick on Manchester City here. You know, Pep Guardiola, so he, he doesn't like to rotate that much if, if it's not required because he, he just loves winning so much that, you know, if he doesn't have to rotate, he doesn't want to rotate. He doesn't. He doesn't rotate. But we could see, theoretically, we could see some different names in there, like Matheus Nunez, Rico Lewis could start. We could see Sergio Gomez in there. Uh, so that would mix some things up. Uh, Doku is in here as well. Uh, coming off a pretty solid game for him, so he could start. I mean, we we may get a situation where maybe Alvarez doesn't start, maybe Foden doesn't start, something like that. I don't know if it'd be you know Holland doesn't start, but there will be some changes throughout the team is, is what you'd expect. Even if there aren't, you could also see, okay, it's three nil at halftime and then three substitutes come out after 45. So I guess that's something to, to take into account as well. But for Champions League, Ryan, uh, just to start at, start things off here, how different do you play Champions League? I guess 
cash games. I mean, for, for tournaments, it's okay. You're always going for goals, obviously for tournaments, but for cash games, how different is champions league uh, than premier league? Uh, yeah, it's pretty different. I actually, I think cash games may be less different. Um, like in, there's just more goals basically like, mm-hmm. like you mentioned, but for like for tournaments, you know, in premier league, at least you're still like floor guys are pretty good plays because there's not that many goals sometimes and you can still get there on floor, I guess, and be optimal in champions league. That's much harder. Um, especially in these group stages, there's a ton of goals and, you know, usually multiple braces, I guess, like an easy example is it's a bit different now, but the Tony Cruz types and the Kimmich types, you know, usually avoid in tournaments, the, you know, 10 point floor guys that are kind of expensive, but don't really score goals. Yeah. You're not looking for that in tournaments. Um, I don't know. In cash games, sometimes it's still okay. I think it's easy to say you're just looking, you're just, you're just looking for goals in general. Like you mentioned, like, what are you going to do for tournaments? If you fade Manchester city, you have to target goals uh, or else you're just dead. Like um, that's the reason it's so tough to fade these guys because you you just, you're not going to get there on floor. Um, I don't know. It's not really much else to say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, it's, extremely easy i just did it really quickly just threw in six man city guys we have rod re also has to be mentioned he's 5400 uh he was i think 72 7400 at west ham over the weekend and now you know 91 92 favorite uh he's cheaper i wouldn't say he's you know he's a must but if you just want to plug in this full manchester city team then it's there for the taking so We'll, we'll talk about these games a little bit as we go on, but I think we can pretty much, you know, go really quickly through cash games here. So as you said, Holland, Alvarez, and Foden. Foden would, would take up a midfield spot there. Let's just say that, I mean, I guess you figure that two of those guys are starting. So no matter what, you're probably looking at those two guys at forward, right? Yeah. Um I mean, like maybe they, one of them doesn't start, but that just makes the other guy more playable. You could argue, right? As well. Maybe one of them doesn't start, but City don't really have too many attackers um, at the moment. Uh, so yeah, maybe one of them wasn't. Uh, maybe one of them doesn't start, but yeah, you're for sure playing two of them. It's just too cheap, uh, I guess. If one of them doesn't start, then then what do you do? Uh, maybe you can play. Lewandowski if you want um you know if I I guess should we go to other positions I don't know like (laughs) I'm just (laughs) like you're not really you're not playing any other forwards in cash games besides Manchester City or maybe Lewandowski and I don't even want to do that um yeah, basically with these odds, so we, as you said, minus 500 for Holland, Lewandowski's minus 275. Like, Holland should be 14K. 
and love it's, and like you said at the start it's such a hard slate to talk well it's an easy slate to talk about it's an harsh it's a hard slate to say a lot of things about because they're not giving us any decisions yeah. like you said if these guys were over 10k like they should be then it's a, a more interesting slate because you actually have to make some tough decisions there's just there's just no decisions here we're basically getting an extra 4k in our lineups just from Alvarez and Foden being 8k is right. basically what it is so yeah okay let's let's move to midfield so one of those spots okay one of those spots is Foden and let's just say let's just say Foden doesn't start so we can actually talk about something here for sure um, so who who were you looking up first up? Uh, Joao Felix actually got, I think it was his first start uh, over the weekend for Barcelona. I think he took all set pieces for him, though Gundogan did not play, and he has taken set pieces in the past. Uh, Joao Felix is 8,500. Gundo is 6,900. So those couple Barcelona guys there. Uh, again, Felix could also be played in a forward spot if, if you really felt like it. But uh, who else stands out here in terms of, in terms of cash games uh, and we can, yeah. you know, we can dive into these matchups a little more if you want to. Well, yeah, you're probably going to want the Barcelona set piece taker. Um, I don't think anyone necessarily knows who that is. Um, you know, it's been good. It's been good to but like you said, Felix started his first match over the weekend, took all the corners um, and they just, they haven't played together yet. I don't think at all. So you know, uh, do they split? I don't know. Does one of them take priority? Maybe. Um, then you're going to have also Marcus Alonso maybe back out there. I mean, if they rotate it all, he sort of adds another uh, dimension with the left foot. Uh, he hasn't really been playing much. Uh, so, but, uh, you know, I don't know. Um, you're probably going to want, you, you, you would want the Barcelona set piece taker, but it's, it's tough to know for sure. Um, I guess you might know for sure, depending on the lineup. I said in my article, if I'm going to spend money anywhere besides City and Barcelona, like any any significant amount of money, I think it'd probably have to be for Calvin Stangs uh, for, for Feyenoord. They are the third biggest favorite on the slate at home against Celtic. And he's been taking the majority of their set pieces since signing from Nice over the summer. Um, seems like a pretty good player. He's an attacking player. Uh, it's a good matchup for them. So, yeah, if I'm going away from City or Barca, I'd probably look to him first. I don't know. Like, does, does anyone else stand out for you? Yeah, I, I mean, looking at the odds, I think we should mention, you know, some people maybe are like, Calvin Stings, who? What's going on here? Uh, right. But yeah, Vineyard are the third biggest favorite. You know, these are implied goal total is close to two here, uh, 61%. So, you know, if you're playing Premier League, that's these are pretty good odds. Uh, you know, some slates, that would be like the biggest favorite on the slate. Vineyard, a pretty high scoring team as well. So that has to be taken into account. Uh, their usual starting forward, Santiago Jimenez, is suspended, but Minta is, uh, I think you say it, Minta. Uh, he's like a 19-year-old. He's pretty well, solid as well. But for Celtic, so in addition to not being the best defensive team, I, I'd argue, uh, they also don't have their – probably their best center back, Carter Vickers, is out. So, you know, they got a couple guys here. They 
struggled a bit in Champions League last season, and I'm not sure they may. I mean, they may be worse than last season. You could argue. I mean, you could, given how Spurs have looked, you, you probably could say that they don't have as good of a manager either, and they have a worse team than last season. Uh, so you, I mean, we could see like three, four goals from Feyenoord, just something, something that you could look at in tournaments. And I mean, we're jumping a little bit here between cash and tournaments here, but we mentioned the, the Man City guys. Okay. Maybe they're going to go, you know, sub off at 45 and okay. Goal assist. Maybe it's like 15 to 20 points for them, but you know, maybe Feyenoord's like, okay, we're back in champions league. And they rack up three, four goals and a massive floor. And you get guys like Stengs who, you know, maybe he's 25, 30 points, something like that. So this is a different tournament route. But, I mean, even with set pieces as well for for Stengs, just another option uh, that you can actually use in cash games. But as you as your original question was, is there anyone else? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, I just – no, I, I'll throw in for tournaments um... – you mentioned Minta. Is that? I think that's what we're going with. Um, we'll say that for now, yeah. But pretty good price on him because you know it was supposed to be Jimenez, who's 11K, and they've been scoring a ton of goals in the league. Jimenez had scored in four straight braces in two of them. Uh, they've scored six goals a couple times recently. So you're getting one of their forwards uh, a lot cheaper than you would have if Jimenez is was there they have 17 goals in their last three games granted mm-hmm. you know weaker competition but well maybe not maybe not weaker competition given you know their opponent in this matchup against celtic so um yeah i don't yeah that's an interesting spot for tournaments um and then you know we're you know almost halfway through the show haven't mentioned mbappe yet uh fourth biggest favorite not a bad spot for PSG at home. Same total as Feyenoord. Um, just the thing, I think that the thing that stands out for me is it's one of the only opportunities like to get leverage with Mbappe. You're, you're pretty much never going to be able to get leverage with Mbappe because he's always going to be so popular. Um, people will still play him here because he's Mbappe, but you know, he will get squeezed because there's both Haaland and Lewandowski there. Um, and, you know, Mbappe obviously has hat trick upside. So that's a, that's a tournament play too. So in terms of that matchup, what are your thoughts here? I, I'd, I'd say that both PSG and Borussia Dortmund are worse than they have been in prior seasons. Um, maybe not the end of the season. Maybe Dortmund will will play a little better. I don't think they've been playing that well in league play. They have like a they have a home draw against Bokum, who is you know one of the worst teams in the league. Frequently, I mean, you look at their back line, and okay, a lot of the same guys though. A lot of the same guys though. They you know they added Sabitzer and, and their forwards. Their forwards had a great run last season. Uh, they did score four over the weekend, so maybe they're. Maybe they're turning some things around, but PSG without Messi, they're still figuring things out. And then Mbappe's having his own issues there. So I think that we could see maybe both the both defenses in this game are terrible and it's extremely back and forth. It's like three three. And, and then in that spot, okay, you're you're looking for you're looking for those goals. You're looking for some kind of stack with Mbappe, but we could see maybe something uglier as well. Um 
yeah, what are your thoughts in terms of both those teams here going to this matchup? Uh, I think I agree with what you said in that it's the matchup with the most amount of variance, at least to me. You don't re- like, yeah, both teams are probably worse and you don't really know what to expect. And you've also like seen each of these teams like sort of implode at different times. In Champions year, League. <laughs> year before in Champions League. Yeah. yeah. Like lose more nothing. Like, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Anything could happen in that game. Definitely could be 3-3. Definitely could be 0-0. Like, I think it's fine to target for tournaments. Yeah, it is. It would be if you are worried about, you know, some of these Man City or Barcelona guys, you know, subbing out at 45 or 60 or whatever. This would be a game where you really aren't worried about some of these guys subbing out. And if it does, you know, go off to be a bunch of goals, uh, there are cheaper options. Maybe not extremely cheap, but Colo Moani is 8,600 and Giancarlo Ramos are 7,500. I guess you're still worrying about those guys being subbed off. But I mean, at, at this point, I don't know how much you need to worry about that, but uh, the Dortmund forwards are, are pretty cheap as well. At a Yemi, he's getting back from injury. Holler, 6K. If he starts again, Malin, 6K. So, I mean, it's pretty easy if you want to go Mbappe and another PSG guy, then throw in throw in a Dortmund forward kind of a thing. Uh, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty easy to put something together for that game. Yeah, and it's a pretty good argument for playing Mbappe is that like Hallander Lewandowski could get subbed early up for nothing and one goal from Hallen, you're not going to want that on this slate uh, no. in all likelihood. So there, there is a path to fading those guys. Yeah. And Mbappe, your hope is okay. And he's playing 90. Yeah. Mbappe is playing 90. I mean, yeah. even if it's not three, three, let's say it's two, two, you still could get 30 points from Mbappe basically. For, for sure. Um, I guess we were talking about midfield, so we can go back there. Uh, so we mentioned Rodri, 5,400, Gavi, 4,700. Is there, we always get on these Champions League slates, there always seems to be like a sub 4K midfielder that maybe we weren't expecting or maybe has some kind of role in set pieces. Obviously, it's kind of hard to know in the first Champions League game. So we're, I don't know. I don't know if anyone yeah. stands yeah. out here for you. Uh. I don't know. Stands out. I don't know if that's a way to put it, but uh, yeah, I guess for DFS, um, right back to the usual suspect, Shakhtar. I remember uh, those when we played Mudrik for 3.3K or whatever, got, and he scored, scored a brace against Real Madrid. You got the next Mudrik? No, nah, I wouldn't call him the next Mudrik, but he's cheaper and he plays for the same team. And it's this uh, Alexi Kashchuk. Uh, okay. Okay. Yep. Thirty-one hundred. I mean, what are we doing here? The, like, they're not going to take many set pieces, but he splits with uh, Sudikov, and Sudikov isn't even for sure going to start. Um. So, yeah. Again, I don't expect them to have too many set pieces, but he's thirty-one hundred, and you're going to need a punt to play off to to fit in all these expensive guys. You pretty much have to punt midfielder, no matter who you're uh, rostering at forward. Um, so yeah, give me this cash Chuck guy. <laughs> what are your thoughts on, on Shakhtar here? They're, they're a home underdog uh, against Porto. Like, um, yeah, they're just, they're priced pro- still. They're, they're cheap. 
I don't know what my thoughts are necessarily. Like it's not a great matchup. Like the, but I think it's I think it's a fine matchup. I, I was mean, just it could be worse. It could be right. worse. Like much worse, right? Like um Porto will have most of the possession, but there should be opportunities in this game for Shakhtar. I like how they're at home. They always play better at home in Champions League. Um so yeah, I mean I think this is the spot to punt. Where is this game at here? Let's uh let's double check. I know they weren't playing. Yeah, they're playing in Hamburg here. They're playing in Germany. Mm, good point. Still doesn't really I, yeah, change much. Yeah, I do remember just talking about you know Shakhtar last season just because they couldn't play at home, so that maybe took away some some of their usual. Right. Um, right. No, good point. But yeah, I mean, just going against this Porto team, it's there's not many changes for Porto. This is kind of the same team. They've kind of been running out for the past two seasons almost, I'd say. Maybe they got a couple new midfielders in there. Uh, but Pepe, their winger, not Pepe, the 40-year-old center back, is suspended. So uh, that would mean like Ivan, Ivan, Jamie, however you say, wherever this guy is from, may get the start here. So... Uh, he's also another guy that's down there. Where is he at? I just saw him, 3,900. So, you know, winger and Porto are favored. So, Oh, okay. I, I didn't see that. Yeah, so another guy that's... That's interesting. Uh, you know, interesting. Go ahead. I was just going to say, like, I don't know how many people are going to look down here. This is just, like, two teams that not many people follow. And, you know, the... Okay, Porto are slightly favored. It's not like they're one of the lower implied goal totals for both teams. I don't, I don't know how many people are actually going to be looking at Porto no, and Shakhtar. Yeah. And I like, so this cash truck guy, he's not necessarily a lock because Mateus Nunez is 4,200 or I shouldn't even say like Nunez might be the punt for 4,200. Um, like I, I wouldn't fault anyone for just playing another man city player in such a good spot. Um, you might be would able you to, like, would you like Nunez over Gavi at 4,700? Yes. I think, I mean, it depends like, yeah, probably just cause I think it's a slightly better spot for city, but sometimes Gavi is more attacking and then sometimes not depending on, uh, what lineup Barcelona rolls out. So yeah, I don't, I don't mind him either though. Yeah, he did play, I think they went back to the 4-3-3 this past week, and he did play in a deeper role where, okay, I'm looking now. He had no shots and no sh- chances created uh, in a 5-0 win. Like so. this, this would be Nunez's first start for City, and, you know, maybe the one of the best chances he'll ever have to score a goal. I mean, it's just <laughs> such a soft matchup, so. Would you feel more comfortable with Nunez because maybe there's a little more tape with him at Wolves than if like, like what if Sergio Gomez actually started on the left wing and he's 4,500? Oh, he would be better actually, just because you know, he's going to, he does well in these matchups. I would expect like plenty of crosses to Halland in these spots. I mean, sometimes just, yeah, he he does really well in these spots. Um, That's way too cheap for, for Gomez. Yeah, it's funny. We yeah, just run just best best off. Maybe you're best off not playing uh one of these shock tire guys. Like sometimes 
sometimes you don't want to waste any of the five outfield positions on underdog players if you don't have to. Um, but then, you know, you'd have to play one of them at defender and switch up keeper, uh, you know, to fill the third three-team requirement and all that stuff. So, yeah, I guess you got to weigh where you want to not have Manchester City. <laughs> Yeah, we just where, we like, where is it safe to fade? Where is it safest to fade the city player? <laughs> we just had a Manchester City discussion. Then it was like, okay, like what other teams do we want in midfield? And then it was like, okay, well, what if Nunez and Sergio Gomez starts? And then we just came back to Manchester City. So that's that's the kind of slate we're talking about here. Um, yeah, like there is, yeah, there is one guy that just uh, popped out to me. Uh, Rio Hatate uh, could get the start here for Celtic. He's 3,100. He'd be, he'd be playing in a front three. Fine, your, you know, they're scoring, they're scoring goals, but I don't think they're getting too many clean sheets in their league. So I think it's the same with Celtic. I think they can score. It's just their defense kind of lacks a little bit. So, I mean, it's just like, okay, 31, maybe, I mean, this is more tournaments. You're not, you're not expecting too much in cash games, but just like, you're just getting a you know front three player in a game that could I mean this is a game that could have four or five goals maybe Celtic get one two kind of a thing even as an underdog. Um, in comparison, I guess Furuhashi's four K. I guess all these guys are really cheap. Maeda's is thirty six hundred, so I guess all these Celtic guys are really cheap. Um, just Hatete is is sitting in midfield there at the at the bottom, but I just thought they uh, needed a mention here because I, I I'm not completely sold on fine yard just just keeping clean sheets here. Nope, I think that's a good call. Definitely. I think Celtic have a goal on them. And going back to your original question about how to win in Champions League, you need to find these random goals. And it's from like a cheap guy like that. And you also have more opportunities than in like normal Premier League slates just because there's way more goals. And they're big slates, so you can find leverage easier. Like there's going to be plenty of 5% own guys on this slate that can score two goals and you just really need one of them. I thought we were going to get an opportunity for a uh, Igor pie show, uh, a winger for fine to be like 5k or something. And I look it up. He's 10.4. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. And he's, yeah, he's a good tournament play too, because he, he doesn't split set pieces, but he he'll take one or two while while Stengs will take the rest of them from what I've seen. And just, he's got goal scoring upside too. He's a young Brazilian. Um, yeah. Good, good tournament play though, because no one's going to want to click that. Yeah. And that, and that plus 10 K range. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So for Defender, we're just going to, let's just throw out, okay, we got the Manchester City Defenders. All of them are under 4K. Okay, you could, you know, theoretically just just plug those guys in and not worry about anything and go with the assumption that, okay, Man City, 56% clean sheet, and, like, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Does anyone, I mean, I think you can also do that because I'm not sure there's, you know, specific defenders who actually stand out. There is not like, you know, when we're doing Premier League, there's not like a Trippier. There's not a TAA on this slate. There's not like a dominant, you know, majority set piece taker defender here. It's just kind of like, okay, Akimi, Akimi's the most right. expensive player. And I mean, right. he's, he's a good player. I don't know if he's, you know, 6,700 DFS kind of player uh, where, you know, he's going to, he's guaranteed to get you 10 points or anything is, are there any defenders here that you'd be willing to to look up? Um, I know you mentioned Marcos yeah. Alonso at fifty eight hundred, but any any else? Definitely not. Definitely not Hakimi. I think I think Cancelo would have the most upside. Him or Marcus Alonso, they're the same price. Whoever starts at fullback for Barcelona probably has the most upside. Um, Cancelo, I think he got a goal or an assist recently. I mean, he we know just who he scored. is. Yeah, yeah, he's he's the same guy, and like these are his type of matchups where you don't have to do much defending, and you know he'll look to find Lewandowski. He'll look to take some long shots. Like these are the perfect matchups for him. So I think that's a great tournament play. Um, set pieces, yeah. The only one is Molina for. Uh, Molina for for Madrid should split sets, um, but it's not a priority at all on this slate. What they're yeah. all away with the Lazio, like you know. So so yeah, just that plus City being underpriced. I mean, look, Rico Lewis is twenty nine hundred. Um, that's if Rico Lewis doesn't start, Kyle Walker's thirty five hundred. Like, what's up with that? I mean, and and then Ake and. City have 60% clean sheet odds. Like all those guys should be over 4K. Every single center back should be over 4K. It's just, it's it's ridiculous pricing. So you're playing at least one City guy. Maybe maybe uh, you're going to need to switch it up if you have too much City. So maybe, maybe you'll need one defender that's not City. <laughs> um, and in that case... I don't mind. I don't mind this three K guy on on uh, Shakhtar. I think he's he's actually like he actually has he attacks a little bit. Azarov. Um, he got an assist for Georgia in, over the international break against Norway. Um, and you oh, know it's plays, the same. As, these Shakhtar guys are just, KK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays with KK. Yep. 
These shock car guys are just cheap, so I think he's the cheapest fullback on the slate. If you don't count, I'm not counting Red Star guys or Antwerp guys. So then, yeah, he, he's the cheapest if you don't count them. <clears throat> yeah, I'm just, I was just looking up the fine yard guys. You got Alistar Johnston for all the uh, MLS fans. People used yep. to play at uh, 3100. Nashville. Yeah. Yeah, he's a similar there. option, Sim- similar option to Azarov. Yeah, I was going to say when you mentioned uh, Molina, uh, th- there's a reason we haven't touched very much on, you know, Atletico Madrid, Lazio. Um, but we got to mention him because uh, we got to give a shout to our guy, uh, Luis here. We got to give a shout to Luis. Um, I don't know if he's going to be watching, but Atletico Madrid, you know, forever it seems like always just a defensive team you know they're playing in like a 5-3-2 formation they got some injuries as well so they could there could be some changes uh at wing back they just started they started uh this young guy Raquel May I believe uh at one of the wing backs recently uh there could be some changes you know we got Molina and Espilicueta in there just funny Espilicueta um he's been getting a bunch of starts at Atletico this season uh, but yeah, I mean, just in terms of, you know, Atletico matches, they're always kind of just matches you don't want to target in terms of DFS. And uh, are you looking at them? You know, you mentioned Molina. I mean, no, but... look at that. Look at the go scroll down again to the totals of the games. Yeah. There's that one that's in like dark, dark yeah. red. That's... <laughs> um, so yeah, no, not for me, but I'll play the goalies. I think the goalies in that for either team are good tournament plays just another way to differentiate a little bit, you know, that you can get lucky and win a tournament with 20 points from a, from one of the keepers. You can find yeah. a, a clean sheet in either side of that game. Yeah. Um, are you, are you otherwise like kind of avoiding just that matchup in general in tournaments? I think for me, it's just a cross off, unfortunately, like, yeah, because we have those city and Barca are, if it was just city. Okay. But when you have City and Barca, like it's very thin. It starts to get very thin to try to fade all of that. Um, and then, you know, Feyenoord and Mbappe, right. like, you know, is there a guy in that in that Lazio Madrid game that can score two goals? Yeah, but I don't know. Like, yeah, <laughs> Good luck. it's just a cross off for me on, on this slate. Yeah, I mean, you'd go what Griezmann and he's 9,300. Okay. Alberto has been having a good season. He's 8,800. Yeah. It just feels like, okay, you're, you're hoping for a result that the odds don't suggest is going to happen. And it's almost a guarantee that there's going to be three, four, maybe five other teams with, you know, three plus goals kind of a thing. And right. you're, you're just going with the the match with the 2.55 implied goal total. It's just not a, not a great strategy, is what I'll say. You're going to lose yeah. a lot doing that on this slate. Yeah. Yeah, so goalkeeper, Ederson, 6K. We, we like the clean sheet odds. It's 56%. But, I mean, you mentioned just on these on these Champions League slates or slates in general, uh, you know, some of these cheaper goalkeepers, they'll, they'll make more saves and clean sheets are still there. Like with Ederson, I mean, what are we expecting? A max of 12 points with a win, clean sheet, and one save? Is is that worth it at six K when when you can go down to to the Lazio Atletico Madrid guys, uh, at least in cash games here? 
Okay, in cash games, it might be worth it. In cash games, it might be worth it. In tournaments, it's definitely not. In cash games, he might be underpriced if if somehow you can afford if somehow you have that money. He's underpriced for those clean sheet odds. I, I saw they were almost sixty percent before. Now that they've dropped a little, but yeah, he doesn't have much of a ceiling, like you said, and the slate is too big for an expensive keeper to finish with like 10 or 12 points and be on the winner because there's just too many chances that one of those cheap keepers is going to score double digits. You know, if there was only three cheap keepers, then sure, maybe 12 points will be good enough to win a tournament from Ederson. But one of these cheap guys is scoring 10 points. So I'll probably be just mixing in different cheap keepers in, in the big GPP. So you still think, I mean, yeah, he should be like 7K, but. Or like I guess, even 65. I mean, like. Yeah. I think that it's, I mean, it's easy to get him in your lineup because, I mean, we've mentioning all show that these Manchester City players are cheap. So it's like, it's not the most difficult thing to, to get Ederson in your team. So I guess that makes sense. And then you throw in the clean sheet odds. It's like, okay. Okay, I'll take the I'll take the twelve points, and then Manchester City are up five nil. Uh, he has no saves, and you know someone on uh, someone on Red Star Crosso, whoever, someone gets a goal here in the 80th fifth minute because there's a bunch of you know nineteen year olds playing for Man City, and, and you lose the you lose that clean sheet. And it's like, why did I just play Ederson? Um, but I mean, that's, that's always the risk you run with playing, with playing Ederson, really. Um, I think the decision will be, okay, do you want Ederson or someone cheaper like Pro Vidal? Uh, so you're saving 1600. That will give you, you know, what in maybe in your utility spot or something like that. They'll save you is the 1600 you're going to have left over the one K the two K left over. Are you going to find someone that's actually worth it in your utility um, right. That's exactly what him. it is. And basically for me, you know, it might change depending on what lineups we get, but it might, that's like Stengs or Gunduan. It's like the exact difference, you know? Um, so, mm. you know, I don't know, you know, it's tough. So it, I don't know if Gundo's worth it. I'd rather get Stengs. Right, so then you're gonna to want to spend down a keeper. Yeah, yeah. But I'm actually. If Jao uh, Felix didn't start, if Jao Felix didn't start, then I might just play Gundo. Be pretty. I'd feel pretty comfortable with Gundo if he if I knew he was taking sets. Yeah, so I can't even play Pro at all. So I got so this Man City lineup. We got let's just say okay, Ake Walker uh, with Holland, Alvarez, Foden. And then we got Kaschuk and Stings. Um, so we're basically at 3700 for goalkeeper. Perfect. So we got, we got two the options. Line. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we learned over the past 40 minutes. Yeah. Um, who would you rather play, the uh, Glazer or Boutez? Boutez. Definitely the Antwerp keeper. Okay. Um, obviously, there's, you know, just look at all our city players. So, like, you know, ideally, we're playing for five nothing. <laughs> That's true. Like, that's a good point. For, 
for Barcelona to maybe not go crazy. We don't want Lewandowski to go crazy. So yeah, like it's gonna has to be the the Antwerp keeper. Yeah. Maybe you yeah. punt defender a little bit more and get up to uh the Shakhtar keeper, or maybe you get up to the Celtic keeper, you know, that that's fine too. Yeah, I mean, as I said, I was doing this with Ake and Walker, and we're just assuming, okay, Rico Lewis isn't starting. Um, and even then, like we mentioned, some some cheaper guys that are options as well as a Roth. So you could go cheaper than Kyle Walker at 3500 You know, maybe it's – you could probably say it's safer. Uh, you're just hoping for – okay, you're hoping for the Kyle Walker clean sheet, but you're also not at risk of Barcelona getting four or five goals with, you know – one save out of your guy and he's negative eight or something like that. Um, so that, that is like the main reason of why you rather spend down it. Right. You'd like to thing. get up to Providell, like you said, you know, like the home team in the game with the lowest total. Yeah. I'd feel best about him. Uh, 4,400. Uh, yeah. He looks pretty good. You're not worried that Atletico Madrid scored seven goals a couple weeks ago? Mm, just no. Gives them a little more save upside. I, I think they also got uh, – they did not score against Valencia in their most recent game. I I excluded that for a reasoning in my argument there. Uh, yeah, they did not score. But they also have, as you can see here, we got a bunch of injuries for Atletico Madrid. So you can also throw that in there. Uh, Lamar's out, Rodrigo DePaul. Depay, Memphis, Koke's out as well. And everyone's favorite center back, so Yunchu, uh, is injured as well. Oh, yeah. Right. That they don't look that lineup doesn't look great. No, no. I was I was adjusting it this morning. Um I mean, yeah, like Espelicueta is in there. Um, I mean it's it's pretty much all their usual guys. It's just like they're yeah. all older. <laughs> they're all older. Saul's still there, except for Pablo Barrios there. Uh, he's getting a bunch of playing time. Yeah, I'm not sure what their bench actually looks like. All right, so for tournaments, uh, Tropical Bear is asking us about Hanko here. Um, where is Hanko? Center back? Is he, uh, is he a PK taker? What are we looking at here? Um, has he been playing? Yeah, he's one of these guys. Has he been playing center back for them? Let's find out. Because Let's sometimes he plays left back. He's it's this. He, I think he's been playing center back. He mainly plays as a center back. He has a goal and assist in the last three games. Or sorry, wait, no, he scored for Liechtenstein. Should um, I check if he takes pens? That I mean, yeah, might as well. We'll see. Uh, he, I mean, he is yeah, playing center back. Five K center backs to to take a pen <laughs> um yeah i mean hartman and uh gertruda are the left back and fullback um yeah so i i can confirm that so uh, the only reason you'd play hanko is that he's on pks um the lineup will be critical yeah i mean okay um Otherwise, for tournaments, okay, we got. I think we got Manchester City out of the way. We talked enough about them. Um, I, oh, I do notice they're playing uh, against former Columbus crew. Uh, is this correct? Did Dejanek is playing a, as a as a wing back? 
This guy plays everywhere. Milo Stojanek is playing as a wing back uh, against Manchester City. How his uh, how his last year has been has been crazy. All right, so what's the move here? What's the move? We haven't really talked about Ferran Torres, but I mean, this is still this is still Barcelona. What are you gonna That's have a guy. favorite? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. No, I just I wrote Thanks. basically the, a, the same thing about Ferran Torres. He's an afterthought, but that makes him like in consideration for GPPs because of all the city and of all the city and Barca attackers, he'll probably be the lowest owned, right? So yeah, Ferran's okay. Um, Honestly, you could play like the. Uh... You could play a full Manchester City team, which includes Cancelo, Gunduan, and Farron. Mm-hmm. And then you, you get some of the Man City guys. Then you're basically your whole team is Manchester current or former players. So is there somebody on here that used to be on City that can fill the third team requirement? <laughs> uh, there might be. Um, there might be, but I just don't have it off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, um I don't know. I don't see anyone. We'll just say Espelicueta for fun. All right. Yeah, what so, else? Gonna, maybe maybe Lamine Yamal starts for for Barcelona, 16-year-old sensation. Yeah. Could. I mean could see him starting. Yeah, they could rotate some. I kind of went off what the UA for projections were. I think this is pretty, this is outside of Alonzo. I think this is fairly similar to what they did over the weekend. Um, I guess I took Gavi out for Gundogan here. Um, yeah. There, I mean, similar to Man City, like there could be, there probably will be a rotation that we, it's just impossible to project. So uh, something to keep in mind there as well. So what what is your favorite move going to be in tournaments here? As we wind down, is it going off of doing something other than Man City or finding like a weird Man City lineup that no one else is going to use, which seems pretty difficult? Um, I mean, does it include yeah. Bernardo Silva at 6,700? No, maybe. Like, yeah, that's a move. Uh, I, it's, it's a move. My, yeah. Uh, <laughs> My lineups are going to include some Manchester City players. Like I don't know. That's with without getting more specific. I you know you need I'm, at I'm, least like two, I'd say. And, and even if you fade Holland, like you still need a couple Man City guys just because they're probably going to score five goals. Right. Unless you go like a full Barca stack, like that's that's an option too. I guess like they could score five or six. So I shouldn't like you need some players from those two teams on this slate. At least I think so. If you want to take more risk, you could, you know, play some Feyenoord guys and maybe that PSG Dortmund game. I mean, I'm going to have one offs like I, I don't like these slates. There's different ways to play them, but I've won them in the past with. A lot of the chalky guys and a 5% guy that scores a brace or a 7% forward that scores a brace or yeah, a cheap midfielder that gets a goal. But there's going to be, you know, some City and Barca players in those lineups. Um, yeah, I, I think your one-offs are going to be from Feyenoord. 
unless a you lot go of the elsewhere. time, right? I'm I'm just reading off of of what you're saying here. Yeah, no, it's just the like this this slate sucks, and is the best like this slate sucks. If you're if you're doing anything besides that, it's just very thin. It's fine. It's just not going to win very often, but it can. There's a lot of leverage there. If it goes right, then it goes right. But you're going to lose most of the time if you're fading these massive favorites. How many of your lineups are going to fade Holland? Oh, I can I can get behind fading Holland much more so than fading Alvarez and Foden. One, because of the price, and two, because... 20 points from Helen doesn't kill you. Not, not at all. And there's, there's so many outcomes where they're up three, nothing at half and he subs off. So yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, and he'll be the most popular player on the slate. So yeah, I'll fade. I'll be fading him in that main tournament for sure. All right. Let me, uh, I pulled up last season's uh, champions league game logs. Okay. So we got opening win at Sevilla four nil Holland, two goals, 32 points, uh, in 70 minutes home against Borussia Dortmund one goal 16 points almost 90 minutes home against Copenhagen which is more similar to this two goals 45 minutes still got the 29 points <laughs> um that is that is the worry yeah uh, and, and then he he was either arrested or he was maybe not 100 percent once uh the next Copenhagen match. So that five nil Copenhagen result, I think is kind of what we're looking at for this game. Um, I pulled up the, the game log here. Let me, so we got 30 shots for Manchester city two for Copenhagen, uh, 16 shots on goal. So yes, if you're, if you remember correctly back in last season's champions league, we had these, we had these uh, goalkeepers with, with double digit saves and uh, just something to keep an eye you on. You might this have one. that here. You yeah, might. Yeah, this like, is one of those. That's a that's a good point too. If you're fading City and Barca, or even if you have just one City or Barca player, playing the opposite keeper is a pretty good move in tournaments. I'm going to be doing that for sure. Yeah. The other thing I, I guess I'll say is that, as I said at the top, like Pep. You know, if he doesn't have to rotate his side, he won't. He's not a guy that's just going to automatically rotate. Also in that game, Julian Alvarez, though probably not a consistent player then, he played 90, Kralish went 90, Gundogan went 90, Mares went 90. So, yeah, the most likely guy to get subbed first is Haaland. Yeah, but he's also most likely to score two goals and 30 points in 45 minutes. Yep. But what if he doesn't? What if he doesn't? That's the whole slate. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> um, you got anything else here? Anything else stands out? I mean, we, we talked about PSG Dortmund a little bit. I mean, Shakhtar. We haven't really mentioned the Porto guys, but how much do you want to play these Porto guys uh in Germany in this spot? I mean, maybe. I mean, some of these guys we look to a lot. I mentioned Ivan Jamie as a cheaper option. Terami, I believe Terami's taking PKs for him. Um, let me just double check that price. I mean, he's 8,700. Again, a lot of these guys are just guys you kind of want to play. Uh, it just seemed like overpriced when, you know, Foden and Alvarez are right there too. So that's not a bad spot to target though. We've seen shock targets. 
implode. Yeah, definitely. De- definitely. And yeah, no, no one's going to play Porto. People are going to want to play Shakhtar and they're going to want to play the Shakhtar keeper. It just all makes sense. Um, yeah, Porto's a good GPP spot. So, friend of our own, Galena? Any of them, actually. They'll all be, I mean, who, Taremi takes pens, right? I, I I believe so. He did in the past, unless this friend Navarro guy is taking him now, which I doubt. Um, let's see. Joe Mario, 3,800. Let me quickly look at the fullback pricing. Wendell is 4,100. So, yeah, about in the correct pricing there in the 4K range for the Porto fullbacks. All right, you got anything else here? I don't got, think so. It's tough to we, have much else. Yeah, we talked about every game. I, th- I think we're good here. I think we're good. No respect for Red Star. Copenhagen, not so much. No. No, I mean, I think we'll, we could see a similar 30 shots for Man City and then two for Red Star. I think that's in the I think that's in the range of possibility. I think if we look at last season's cheat sheet for that Man City Copenhagen match, I probably the odds are very similar uh to what we're dealing with here. So Yeah, if you maybe want, if they were playing in Belgrade. Yeah, and then it'll only be 4-0 instead of 5-0. Yeah, it's pretty much. Yeah, if you want to check out those box scores, uh, just go to previous season. I went to Holland here. Just click on previous season. Really easy. I just type in UCL, and you can look up those box scores. Just click them right there. But to get those box scores, rotowire.com slash soccer trial. That's a 48-hour trial. Also, to get this cheat sheet uh, with all the stuff, you're gonna, you're, honestly, you need these cheat sheets for Champions League. Otherwise, it's going to be, you know, you got to find the odds for yourself. You got to find the lineups for yourself. You got to find the suspensions and injuries for yourself. Uh, you need these cheat sheets. We're going to have them throughout Champions League, and uh, fingers crossed we might have them for Europa League this season. No guarantees, though. No guarantees. Uh, Their request has been put in. But, Ryan, this is the first slate of Champions League. Uh, It was an interesting conversation about Manchester City and Barcelona, but uh, maybe Feyenoord, maybe Stangs, maybe maybe, uh, Paixão, maybe Minta. Maybe they gets us to the uh, the twenty k, maybe, and I'll I'll just say for the sake of it, even Newsich. So I I I mentioned all four fine yard attackers here. So mm-hmm. oh, we got to get all those guys in. All right, you can find Ryan at Ryan Belangi on X. I am at Roto Zadrek. Also Roto Wire Soccer. Follow them for injuries and all that good stuff. But Ryan, you have an article coming up also rotowire.com slash soccer. That'll be for this slate, and then we'll as usual. Be covering Wednesday slate as well. We also got showdown content for Nottingham Forest Burnley, a much bigger matchup than any of these games. Big Monday night football. Ryan, thanks for joining me. See everyone, I don't know, tomorrow, I guess. We'll see when uh, DraftKings releases their prices. Good luck, everybody.